Stephanie Winslow, and I'm so grateful to be with you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. If you've got a cup, if not, lift up your hands and let's just ask the Lord, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store through the power of your Word. When we read God's Word, we are given hope. When we read God's Word, hope is just enlivened in us because we recognize it gives us a perspective that what is going on around us, this temporal place that we're living in, is just that. It's not the end. That even when we come to the end of our earthly life, that there is greater things to come. And the beautiful and wonderful, majestic things that we experience on this earth, whether it's um, the laughter of a newborn baby or the the beautiful creation of looking at mountains or on the beach or whatever it is that just makes your soul feel uh, warm and cozy. Uh, all of those things on this earth that bring us so much joy and satisfaction, they are just a, a taste, a taste of what is to come in our life in eternity with Jesus. And so there is this urgency in my heart to share God's word with you. There's an urgency in my heart to talk to you about Jesus, to introduce you to him if you do not yet know him, to help you understand um, through the power of the Holy Spirit moving and working in your life to remove the blind eyes and to give you insight into the person of Jesus and what he has for you. There are many great things that he has planned for you. Uh, he tells us that he, he knows the plans that he has for us. He, he calls us his beloved. We are his chosen people. He desires for all of us to come to know him. But that is our choice. He introduces himself to us. He will present himself to you. He will give you opportunity to come to know him and to do life with him his way. And it, the choice is, is yours to say yes or no to. Um, the choice is yours to step into a, a commitment with Jesus. The choice is yours how you're going to live your life. No one can make that decision for you. That's only something that is between you and God. But at the end of our life, when we're uh, hopefully old and gray, um, and we're in those final moments of our life, Will we get to rest in that satisfaction of knowing that we are God's chosen, that He came into our lives and, and is ushering us into eternity with Him? Will you be able to have that, that comfort, that satisfaction, that security of knowing that you are His, that you are safe, that you are, uh, are going to live in eternity with Him? We can know that. We can know that full well. We can know that and have a confidence in that belief and that uh, faith. Um, and today I wanted to talk to you as we've been, we're going to wrap up this week on the topic of, of truth and what is truth um, and, and trusting in Jesus and trusting in the person of Jesus Christ. And we can do that um, over time by faith. Uh, over time, he he gives us little glimpses along the way of what it 
means to trust him and he invites us and we talked about this last week into this place of further still that there's never a time when we get to this maxed out place where we've had enough like there's nothing left to learn there's always more to learn there's always a depth of intimacy that he's inviting us into further still with him but today i i specifically want to talk about the the truth of god's grace we can trust that he has grace for us. We can trust that no matter what we have done in this life, uh, we might think, well, I, I get that God would understand, uh, or excuse me, I forget, I, I get that God would forgive this person or this person, and we can believe it for other people, but when it comes to our own sin, when it comes to the, the choices and the mistakes that we have made, we think that perhaps God is just, he doesn't have enough grace left for us. That maybe he's, he's too busy worrying about all the other people that his grace doesn't extend to us. And yet I can tell you that he sees you. I can tell you that there is nothing that you have done that he hasn't already forgiven. He's just waiting for you to accept and receive his forgiveness. Christ already came. He died on the cross for you. Whether or not you choose to believe him, that's on you. But what he did for you, he went to the cross. He took upon every sin upon his shoulders. He left his life in heaven to come down to take on the suffering of the entire world. Every sin every error, every wrong decision he took on his shoulders and then he conquered death hell the grave he conquered it for you because he loves you so much that he couldn't stand couldn't fathom living the rest of his eternity all of eternity without you and so he is constantly in pursuit of you. And that pursuit is his grace. I want to read to you from Colossians 1.6. And this is from the New Living Translation, Colossians 1.6. You can find this in the New Testament toward the end of the Bible. Um, and it says this, The same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. This good news is bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives just as it changed your lives from the day you first heard and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace. God's wonderful grace. The truth of God's grace is that it changes lives and that it bears fruit. The, the bearing fruit part is the transformation of our lives so that we become more like Him. And in becoming more like Him, accepting and receiving this grace of God that's been extended to us, it reminds us or just it shows us, it tells us and teaches us that we are to become more like Christ. And when we look at the person of Jesus Christ, we see a person who was filled with grace. Whose first response is forgiveness. Whose first response is compassion whose first response is empathy, 
whose first response is soft. His first response is kindness, love, mercy. Whose first response is to embrace and to welcome you into his family. His first response isn't to, to slap you on the hand and to condemn you. He came to forgive. What he's extending to you today in this grace that he has given you is the good news of the gospel. And that is, as I just described, that he came to this earth for you. He took on the, the suffering. He took on the sin of this world for you. Salvation comes through Christ Jesus. Salvation, this reuniting of our life with God. This restoration, this redemption, this work of redemption, this being, this work of shalom, of being made whole and complete, lacking nothing. That's the work that Jesus came to accomplish and that's the good news. And it's all an act of grace. So the truth is that Christ loves you so much that he extends grace to you. Christ loves you so much that he came to this earth, that he wants to forgive you. He, he forgives you and he loves you even when you're unlovable. <laughs> he forgives you and he loves you even in those moments um, when you choose to turn your back on him, when we think we know better than him, when we choose to go our own way, he still continues to pursue after us. He wants relationship with us. He desires that our heart would be changed. Why? He knows what's on the other side. He knows what's waiting for us. He knows that doing life his way is for our good. His best is not just so he can get off on an ego trip and have all these marching robots. It's because he wants our best. He doesn't want us to be a robot. That's why he gave us a choice. He wants you to choose today. Choose, to him, choose today to accept the grace that he extends to you, which means that you're accepting his forgiveness. You're accepting his love. You're accepting the fact that he came to earth for you on your behalf to reunite you with God the Father. And because of Jesus, we have access to the Father. We have access to heaven. We have access to all of the beautiful gifts that come from being an heir to the kingdom of God. He provides us His Spirit. The grace of God provides us His Spirit, and the grace of God has the power to change our lives. The grace of God has the power to heal. The grace of God brings shalom. It brings completeness, holiness, uprightness, righteousness. The grace of God is the good news that we not only need to know for ourselves and accept for ourselves, but now go out and share with all who are willing to hear. Let's pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for your grace. I thank you so much for the truth of your grace that is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you sent your son Jesus to this earth, Lord, to take on all of our sin. And God, I pray for everybody who is watching right now and who will watch in the future, God. I pray that you would break down every um, every argument that they've made in their own hearts and minds, convincing themselves that what they've done is just, it's too far. Or that they're in a place that's just unforgivable. That they're in a place that, that your grace won't reach. Or that you just don't, you don't see them. You care about a lot of people, but you just don't care about them. God, I pray that you would remove the blind blinders from their eyes. That you would give them sight today to see and to know that you are with them. You would give them ears to hear you speaking to them. That you would give them the peace to know that you are there in their midst. That you, you are in, uh, in the, the battle field with them. You are in the trenches with them walking through this life. God, they don't have to do this life on their own. You are their strength. Would you help them to know today that there is grace enough for them? I praise you, God, for all of this, Lord. And as your word was sent out today, Lord, may it produce fruit. Your word bears fruit because it carries power, your power. I thank you, Lord, for this day, for this moment, to just sit in your presence. We love you, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and just praying and trusting that God is moving in your life today, that you will experience His grace at a whole new level. You would feel His presence in your life. Be blessed, be well, and Lord willing, I will see you back here on Wednesday. Bye-bye.